Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. We're going to have a, a packed full show today, and you're going to love the guests that we'll be visiting with. Before I introduce her and we begin that, I want to remind you of Effortless Happiness, my book that came out earlier part of this year. If you are in transition, if you are trying to re-identify who you are, then Effortless Happiness is the book that you need to read and implement into your life. It's how to find your core values and how to find your voice. And most of us, when we go through a change in our life, particularly if it's like divorce or death of a spouse, somehow our voice is so tiny that we need to let it grow. And part of that is because we're not totally in who we want to be. We don't exactly know who we are anymore. So this was a tool that I used in my transformation. And so I I found it so valuable that I made it, created this book for you. And I do hope you'll go to Amazon.com and get your copy. You can either do it in Kindle or actually buy the copy. It is a work, workbook, so it gives you pages to work in if you physically have the book. So anyway, do go to Amazon, get your copy, and start identifying and really knowing. The, start on that path that's going to help you really find out who you are and what you want out of your life. Now, I want to tell you about our guest today. Her name is Monica Dubay. She is a spiritual life coach and teacher, healer, writer, and catalyst for transformational leadership. She has been a teacher of transformation since 1990 when she was healed of anxiety, and depression miraculously. She has been a healer and teacher of A Course of Miracles for over 25 years and has traveled the world giving these teachings to individuals. She offers a program to help women become leaders of finding their true purpose, forgiving the past, and embracing their divine calling. I love that, Monica. I love that sentence. Her upcoming book, <clears throat> Heal Your L- Mind and Heal Your Life, discusses miraculous healings and how to change your fundamental blueprint of your life to one of joy, abundance, 
and divine purpose. She's also contributed to a midlife transformation book that is available on Amazon, which contains 29 stories, stories of transformation and change. She is a licensed massage therapist, cranial cranial sacral therapist, holds a master's degree from Brooklyn College in music performance. I want to hear that story. And her spiritual gifts include teaching, speaking, and energy healing. She is a mom of two adult children and lives in Amberry, Massachusetts. I hope I said that right. Anyway, welcome this wonderful woman. We have so much in common. I'm I'm just I'm ready to start this discussion. So, Mary, welcome, Monica. <laughs> Thank you, Joyce. It's a pleasure to be here with you. I'm so so thrilled to make the connection and to be a guest on your wonderful show. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, you just, you have so much knowledge. I mean, the the Course of Miracles um, is I've heard about forever. I um, have not totally gone through that. It's an extensive book, but mm-hmm. to have traveled the world and taught that book, that was must have been an awesome experience. Oh, it was. Um, I um, I was really privileged to be a part of a group that was um, totally dedicated to bringing the message of A Course in Miracles into the world for mm-hmm. about 12 years. And mm-hmm. we set up centers in many countries, Germany, mm-hmm. Holland, South America, um, and um, Australia and Spain. And I, wow. I got to go to a lot of those places and give, mm-hmm. um, you know, give retreats and at what we call them was Advents of Great Awakening. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a thrilling time of my life where I could do that. And um, Really? Yeah, wow. It was just powerful. Yeah. Uh, could you give a brief description for the audience of what A Course of Miracles is? Is there a way of doing that? Because sure. it's an extensive um, book. It's extensive. It's um, mm-hmm. over a thousand pages. But mm-hmm. um, the course itself is what it says it is. It's a course in miracles. Mm-hmm. So it's a course that you that you undertake by practicing it. It's um, it's got three books. One is the first book is the text. The second book is the workbook, mm-hmm. and the third book is the manual for teachers. Um, the assumption being that if you're going to take this course, you're going to become a teacher of God. And, wow. Um, once you're, because once you're in the course and doing it, it's starting to ha- work its miracle on you. It's kind mm-hmm. of like any miraculous mm-hmm. program, like the twelve-step program too. Like once you get into it and really work those steps, your life changes mm-hmm. dramatically. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me because my my, um, I guess I found it in a state of real depression and anxiety. And my question was, why am I so afraid? And how do mm-hmm. I get, you know, how do I get out of this fear that I'm in? And mm-hmm. the Course really answered that question for me. It showed mm-hmm. me why I was afraid, and it showed me that I had to work with my thoughts and my beliefs, and that if I did that, things would change. And they did really quickly. Within a few months, I was almost fearless. And I had really? So yeah. yeah. So it was very, very quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, a little bit, a little scary because it was so... Um, dramatic, 
the change mm-hmm. I felt. But mm-hmm. it was it was like, oh, thank God, there's an answer to my problem. <laughs> and, you know, so I was completely thrilled that I'd found yeah. it. Right. Now, I have to ask this question because um, Marianne Williamson is a fellow Texan, you know. <laughs> oh, yes, she was, is. I know. <laughs> yes, she is. So was she mm-hmm. part of that group back she in that day? Part of, she was part of my uh, awakening because I was in New York City at the time. And mm-hmm. as I was having these experiences with the course, I was going to her lectures and um, volunteering at her organization. But she had a center for um, living. It was called the Manhattan Mm -hmm. Center for Living. It was to help people with AIDS um, during the AIDS epidemic back then. Mm -hmm. And I ended up working for her and spending a year as a volunteer coordinator for her organization. And that Mm -hmm. was really critical. Yes, it was really wonderful because I... I got to do something that felt really purposeful to me. Yes. And, uh, it was really amazing. I still keep in contact with her occasionally and mm-hmm. watch what mm-hmm. she's doing and follow her along with what she's doing. And, of course, she has been so instrumental in getting A Course in Miracles into the world. So I honor her for that. Yeah, she really has. And she has her TV, um, not TV, Internet teachings now that she does weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, if anybody's interested, they can certainly go to that. Marianne Williamson is her name, and um, so. But I think that's fascinating that you had that opportunity. So many opportunities. So you got to travel the world. You got to do what you love to teach, and you found yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All of that. That's the most important part. Is that yes. I really found my purpose and who I am. And, yeah. Um. I mean, there's no words to describe what that feels like. It's just like I feel so different from where I was back when I was, uh, you know, it's almost 30 years now. So uh, my life has taken on, you know, different adventures and different mm-hmm. um, paths that I didn't know I'd go through. Um, especially yeah. Even now, becoming a coach, like this is a yeah. whole new thing for me as well. Yeah. Uh, did you now? Is there something that you can kind of say? I mean, you can you you give credit to the book of Mir- the course of in miracles, mm-hmm. but is basically is that a change? Is I know it's connecting with spirit, um, but is it also a change in thinking? Um, would you describe it that way? Yeah. In fact, I would call it a total reversal of the way that you think. Um, of course, really, the, the whole goal of A Course in Miracles is to bring you into a state of peace. Uh-huh. So it's helping you to connect with the thoughts in your mind that are in alignment with your spiritual self mm-hmm. and to recognize that you have the power to decide what you want to think. And mm-hmm. uh, when you realize that, that you, you're in the one deciding what what thoughts you want to think, then your life begins to change when you, if you're motivated to change the way you think, which a lot of people are, mm-hmm. um, then here's a way to do it. You know, here's an alternative that actually works. Right. It does take dedication. It takes practice. You have to actually sit down and do the lessons every day. 
But they only take yeah. about five minutes in the beginning, five to 15 minutes a day. It's not very much time, you know, for for this result, which is that you become really much happier and freer. Yeah. So Just five to 15 disappears and, you know, you become much more intuitive. I mean, that's mm. also what happened. The voice started speaking to me right away, and I was kind of um, shocked by that. But then I started mm. listening to it, and it was giving me really good advice, so I listened. <laughs> right. Now, yeah. did you take, do you use much of the work that you learned I know you can't take it verbatim, but do you implement some of the positive things that you learned in this course in your teachings? Absolutely. I would, mm. what I do, what I seem to be doing now is, is assisting people with shifting their beliefs mm-hmm. um, from fear to unconditional love for themselves. Right. And there's lots of ways of doing that. There are lots of techniques out there. There's tapping. There's um, you know, lots of um, yes. emotional freedom, ways mm. of freeing, freeing the mind, the Course in Miracles, the work of Byron Katie. I mean, I use her work a lot in my practice, too. Because basically, oh. we're just looking to shift the, the belief system to come out of fear and to learn to trust and love and feel secure and certain of who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's a mind, that's, that's mind work, you know. Um, yeah. So that's yeah, I use it all. <laughs> you use it all. I like I in one of the the um, um, items that Monica is sharing with us today that you can go to her website and get is a it is called a ten step to create your life's desire. And in there, I, she outlines beautifully so many of these steps that. Everybody needs to go get this. But there's some place in there that you change. You, I like the quote that you say, I changed the amount of victim. They change from being the victim of life to knowing they can control their life. They can recreate their life. And I love the way that you put that. And you were very clear about the steps to do that. So Yes. Well, yeah. that's empowerment, isn't it? That's learning that when we think with a victim mind we we're stuck and we can't really get out of that it's there's mm-hmm. no way out of it until we realize that i want to create my life differently i don't want to stay a victim i want to uh, tap into my spiritual mm-hmm. self and how god created me which is a being of light and love and use that you know right. live in that instead do you yeah. think monica that we I think the victim mode is very, very prevalent in our world today. Um, And do you think that is because we've lost the ability to raise raise our own food, to manage our properties, to do... We're more of a, a society that lives where we can go out and buy something, but we don't develop that that inner knowing that we could take care of ourselves. Do you think, do you agree with that or, or see that? I think we are in a state of disconnection, which is Mm. what brings about that, um, that fear, that anxiety. Um, So many of us are not really 
connecting with each other um, in community anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we are living more isolated lives. I mean, we're, I grew up in a small town in Maine, and I had eight brothers and sisters, and we were always out on the street playing with our friends. Oh, yeah. And uh, connecting and, and going to places together and playing in sports and everything. I don't know. I think we're losing some of that. By, by being so demanding of our children to perform and fit mm-hmm. in. And mm-hmm. um, it's, it's causing a tremendous amount of anxiety in the young people today. And I see it in my, some of my clients are teenagers and, and young women in college. And, and they're just getting so caught up in that I have to do, have to do the, the best I can be. You know, mm-hmm. we really just have to let them be where they are and learn to mm-hmm. love themselves wherever they are. And... Yeah, we're disconnected, and that's a really mm-hmm. that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know, I want to uh, shift back to when the women, and I've taken you down this lane. I realize it, <laughs> but I want to shift to the women that are listening out there that have feel like they don't have control over their life, particularly in whatever transformation they're going through. So if they, why is it, or how do we start to shift out of that victim mode into more in control, more of knowing who we are? Uh, what would be some of the steps that you would say is that you start here and then you move there? Well, my, my, uh, my website is dedicated to that because um, in addition to that 10 steps to create your life mm-hmm. desire, that's a workbook that you can work with and learn to create a life, you know, create what you truly desire for your life and change. Even if you change one thing about you, it's going to affect mm-hmm. every aspect of your life, you know? So this, the, the thing that comes up though is we self-sabotage a lot. We think I can't do that or I'm too old to do that. Or what would my friends say? Or, you know, even Oprah said the other day that, you know, she has a voice in her head that says, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. And she's <laughs> Oprah, you know. <laughs> I know. It's hard <laughs> like, to understand she's, she's amazing. So, but she still has that voice. And I think we have to recognize that we can't listen to that voice anymore. You do need mm-hmm. to do some inner work. You've got to do the mind training to, to release those fears and those self-sabotaging beliefs. And that's why my program is focused on the real core, those core beliefs that we carry around with us. But um, Monica, do we ever really get rid of, totally get rid of them? I mean, they, they, I believe they get quieter, but I still say they come back and visit us every once in a while, right? Yes, they do. And it's because it's what the separate ego mind is. It's always attacking mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's tricky and it just loves to make you suffer. You know, but you have another voice in your mind. You don't have to listen to it. And I think that's uh-huh. what you're you're getting at is eventually you get wise to it and you and you realize, oh, there's that voice again. Ha, huh, I'm not going to listen to you today. And I'm going to think this thought instead. You know, I'm going to believe in myself today. I'm going to uh, do the work I came here to do. I know who I am and I know why I'm here. And it's really, it's an inner battle. You know, you have to really become very clear that you're not going to listen to the the attack thoughts anymore. Yeah. You might need some support with that. I mean, I did. I needed mentors and teachers all along the way. Because yes. it's a pretty convincing voice, you know. 
But, it is, uh, and we've been listening to it for years, <laughs> depending yeah, on our age. All our lives. <laughs> right. Maybe, you know, if you believe in past lives, you know, we've been doing it for a really long time. <clears throat> yeah. But now is, there's such a big shift in our consciousness now to come out of fear, <laughs> to recognize that's not true. None of those thoughts mm-hmm. are actually true. They've never been true. Um, and that's why I love doing the work of Byron Katie, too, because she... Her four questions are are so powerful because you question the reality of, of those thoughts mm-hmm. and the truth of them very, very quickly. And you can release a whole belief system, you know, if you work really hard at it. For In a few weeks, you'll be a different person. Now, do you think those thoughts are planted by our family? Or if we lived in a vacuum, would we have those thoughts? Is it part of the humanness of us? It is. I think it's the, what the human conditioning is. So okay. The human condition is to believe that you're separate, to believe that you're in a, a body and mm-hmm. that you are the body, um, when in fact you are a spirit and you are a whole mm-hmm. and you're perfect as God created you. But you don't believe it, and that's your mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. So there, see, we can give mom and dad and brothers and sisters a little grace there because <laughs> they well, can't yeah. carry the... Total, total. Now, I do believe they they can emphasize um, or point out some of our habits that they believe are not good enough or not because they're just, I mean, everybody's judging everybody and that kind of puts stuff mm-hmm. on other people, right? Yes, that's what the, that's part of the ego mind is to judge. To always mm-hmm. judge other people, judge yourself. And it's still... That's the trick of the ego mind. It's always convincing you you're right when you're judging. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make you happy to judge. It separates you. It makes you feel either better than someone else or less than someone else. And yeah. neither of those two are true. You know, mm. you don't have, if you knew who you were and you knew that you were the light of the world and you knew that you have every potential in you that all the masters have, which you do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be worried about, you wouldn't be judging yourself. You'd be accepting the love of you, the love that you really are is so much bigger than those petty little judgments. It mm-hmm. has so much more power. That's what I really want your audience to know is that they have all power. And when you align with your spiritual self, mm-hmm. that's when you come into that. You come into your power. And you learn mm. that you can change your life because you can change your mind. You you do have that ability. It's up to you. But you have mm. to want it. You have to want to create your life differently and stop victimizing and stop blaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to share the, um, Monica's website with you. HealYourMindHealYourLife.com and when you go there, Monica is offering us the uh, pages that I've been referring to, which is the 10 steps to create your life's desire. And and it, it's eight pages, and it's full of good information. But in this information, uh, Monica has you declare... Make a statement after you get a thought and you correct it in your mind. She has you 
declare it out loud. And that was that was interesting to me, Monica, because I had in the, all of the work that I've done, I've never um, read the declaration part. So can you explain to me and share with the audience why that's important? I think it's important because as you declare what you what you really truly um, it's like stating affirmations, but mm-hmm. stating them isn't really enough. So declaring it isn't, isn't enough if you don't believe it. So mm-hmm. it is important to declare, but also recognize what, how do you react when you state these statements? How do you react? Mm-hmm. If you react with, oh, I don't really believe that, then declaring it isn't going to make it any better. But if you, but if you do it anyway and just go, well, I'm going to declare it anyway, Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just keep declaring this every day. I'm whole. Mm-hmm. I'm perfect. Um, that's what a mind training is. It's learning to think differently, to to declare these thoughts to be true. Um, like I read the lessons, the Course in Miracles. Just the titles of the lessons alone will shift your mind. If you went, if yeah. you just read the titles every day out loud to yourself, you know, mm-hmm. like my holiness blesses the world. Or, I am mm. as God created me. Or, I'm not a body, I'm free. Those are three mm-hmm. really critical lessons of the Course. I'm not a body, I'm free. That means my mind is free to choose to believe what it wants to. And I think by doing this out loud, mm-hmm. it reinforces, you're, you're declaring it and you're making it true for yourself. Because it actually is true, you get a lot of support energetically from your higher self from your spirit guides, um, your creator, however that is for you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's like you get a real surge of energy and it helps you to move forward. It helps you to come out of depression tremendously. Mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of people that have um, chronic fatigue and mm-hmm. it's a lot of it is self-inflicted. I hate to say it, but it's, it feels self-inflicted to me because their thoughts are so negative. Right. And, um, you know, and there's, there's also physical stuff going on as well, of course, but, right. but if you could change your mind, you could heal any disease. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I liked is, um, for those that don't understand what the stating is, you were talking about relief, uh, the beliefs that block your flow of energy and your thoughts of positive thoughts. And one of you in I think we can all identify with this. I um, I forgive myself. This is what you would stand up and say after having the thought. I forgive mm-hmm. myself for believing I don't deserve and then stating what you don't deserve. You don't deserve to be this or to be that. And mm-hmm. that's physically standing up and stating it. Mm-hmm. Now, I just think that's so powerful because if you do believe that you forgive yourself for that flaw, that, oh, I shouldn't say flaw, for that um, feeling, then how powerful is that that you could change it? I'm I'm coming quickly upon a break, and so we are going to leave for just a short time. But when we come back, Monica will share more 
of what she has on her website, as well as we have so many topics we have yet to talk about. So I hope you'll be back with us so you can hear more from Monica Dubé. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having a great time. Are you having a great time? I hope you are, because you're learning such valuable information from Monica Dubé. And Monica is a coach, also an uh, author, and a spiritual teacher. And she has years of experience in this, starting with the Course in Miracles. When you go to her website, which is HealYourMindHealYourLife.com, you will see on every page, I think, um, that there is recent posts. And some of the subjects are how to, grat- how to cultivate a gratitude practice, 60 minutes class on happiness, um, how to simple set simple goals for your new businesses, and several more. But there's one that I caught my eye, and that is 21-minute forgiveness meditation. Now, we all know that meditation is a valuable tool to set our mindset, to set our life, to actually hear our inner us. And so the, the forgiveness is something that I think we all struggle with in the beginning. As being human, we tend to think forgiveness is too hard, too difficult, but it is so valuable. So, Monica, could you share with us uh, about forgiveness? Oh, absolutely. Um, So forgiveness is so critical to every aspect of our lives because um, when we were speaking earlier, about judgment. Mm. Judgment is really um, 
pain. It's really an idea. It's, like, it's actually condemnation. And it's a way that we, our mind tricks us into thinking, you know, that we're better than someone else or that someone hurt us. And so they mm-hmm. deserve to, to, uh, for us to blame them. Um, mm-hmm. We've had betrayals. I mean, I've been married three times, <laughs> three divorces, you know, mm-hmm. so I'm really well aware of what it's like to be in relationships that are, uh, you know, really good in the beginning and then, and then get really painful in the yes. middle of them. Because, mm-hmm. because the fact is it's really hard to, you know, get along with other people if we're not practicing forgiveness. Because mm-hmm. we really believe, it. well, judgment separates us from people. And so forgiveness has helped me with everything in my life. I had to learn how to forgive, you know, everyone. My parents, mm. my, my, I mean, I had good parents, but, you know, they were, they struggled when we were little. We had, there were nine kids in my family. Right. And, you know, we didn't, we didn't have much money. We were in a small town <laughs> in Maine. And it was, it was just difficult for them. And, and I know that part of me took on a lot of that pain and, um, so I had to forgive myself for judging them or judging myself. I was also raised Catholic for three years, so there was a lot of judgment there, too, <laughs> that I had to forgive. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I loved my connection with my creator, but, but what the church, unfortunately, you know, brought about a lot of guilt in my fa- in my consciousness, a lot of mm-hmm. sin and guilt. And that was, yeah. I had to forgive that. I had to forgive that, you know, people do that to control others. And it's a shame, but... The true teaching of, of the master, of course, is love and forgiveness. Forgive everyone and constantly forgive because that's the only way you can be free. But truly what I realize about forgiveness is that it's not we're not always forgiving what someone did to us, but we're forgiving our thoughts that we hang on about it. Like yeah. hanging on to a reaction. I'm still mm-hmm. judging them. I'm still feeling betrayed. And I don't want to do that. Um, yeah, yeah, and I can. I've had lots of examples of ma- you know major things that happened to me, but I had to learn that how to forgive it, even though I didn't want to. Well, why does that? You know, Monica, I've done that meditation—not your meditation, but another one on forgiveness and releasing and cutting cords and doing all this. And even today, with all the processes that I've gone through. I sometimes, it's getting better, but I sometimes will have that thought, and it it seems to come back that, but it wasn't right. It wasn't right. (laughs) Right. That's judgment. Mm -hmm. I know that's judgment. But does it ever totally go away? Are we just constantly, we're going to constantly practice, practice, practice this declaration of forgiveness, of willingness at the time i'm serious but then it seems to snap back into my mind yeah um we don't really have the power to forgive and um, we do have the power to forgive but it's it's really about surrender um oh i had a i'll I'll give you an example i had a Mm -hmm. custody battle for my kids when i left and took Mm -hmm. them with me a thousand miles away and you know, to, to be in a different place and have a different life. And I went through a custody battle that was horrendous, 18 mm-hmm. months of this battle. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I lost. And, you know, 
so my kids had to go live with their dad, and I was I was so mad. I was so angry mm-hmm. at God, and I was so, I mean, I was almost murderous. I was so angry that this had happened to me. Mm-hmm. And um, But the pain of being so unhappy and depressed um, just wasn't okay with me. I was not mm-hmm. able to tolerate how I felt, because no one else was suffering but me. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what I had to come to was that, wow, I have these deep resentments, and if I don't forgive this, I will suffer. Um, right. And I had to really get clear and get on my knees about it and ask for help from, you know, my Savior, and, and mm-hmm. please forgive this for me because I don't know how. And, and the next thing I knew, it was gone. It was just gone from my mind. And I ended up even thanking my ex-husband for, for being a great dad. You know, and I, oh. that was, I wasn't planning on doing that. <laughs> that <laughs> no. was, you know, so that's what the miracle is. It's that yes. we, don't have, we don't have the power to forgive if we really believe that they hurt us. Right? Right. Yeah. It's when we recognize, well, I'm hurting myself by hanging on to this judgment. And yeah. it's tricky, but it's really like, I don't want to, I don't want to suffer anymore. I want to love everyone. Mm. You know, I had my kids to, to experience love. I didn't have my kids to experience hate. And, right. Um, and even sometimes, um, I know some parents that, and I had to deal with this, when, you know, as parents, if we raise our children to be responsible adults, then we give them freedom. We give them freedom. And that freedom doesn't always mean being at my house every week. You know, it depends on the child. Some people want that, some people don't. And so... You know, even as a mother, I had to sometimes get over that and realize my life is separate from theirs. <laughs> they're mm-hmm. grown and they're doing beautifully. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? yep. And so that's a transition that I I've, uh, see that some parents have with their children is that they just have, you know, they they resent not being more involved with their lives. I think that's but I like that you said you release it and give it to a, your higher power. That yeah. that really gives lots of latitude to us yeah. because we are human. And, yes, we are. Um, and I think being a mother, too, is fraught with that. You know, like I just went to New York to see my kids because they're grown and they're beautiful and they're 25 <laughs> and 23 and they're very happy and doing very creative things with their lives. Mm-hmm. And as they were walking around in front of me, this thought came to me, you know, well, chunks of my heart walk around New York City (laughs) and and they just are living their lives and it's kind of I'm amazed at that I'm amazed at how they have come into themselves and my setting them free by setting myself free actually set Uh them free and that forgiveness forgiving their dad was so important in that because I had to recognize that he had every right to be with be their dad he had every right to have custody of them Mm -hmm. I didn't like it um, but I got no. over it finally. I took about twelve years. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always an overnight success, is yeah, it? No, it's no, a transition. No. <laughs> it's a, a slowly changing. Yeah. So, what yeah. if you had one other topic you want to talk about? Because there's so much that Monica could share with us today. Do you have something that just is needing to be expressed? 
tap into your own creative power or spiritual yeah, self? I think, I think. Yeah. I, what I really want to impart to people um, and your beautiful audience, I know, who, who will be listening, and this brings tears to my eyes, but I want everyone to know this is this is what I teach in my coaching program too. Is that you're you're an exquisite being with mm. gifts and creative power, and if you're not tapping into that, um, get some help. You know, because people like Joyce and I love to coach people into into the recognition that you're not here to play small. You're here to um, bring about change in your life. Not only for you, but I have to accept this in my life, too, is that my, my business and everything is not about me. It's about the people that I'm serving. Mm-hmm. And when you come into that um, sense of purpose, there's a, there's a hum, you get kind of humble. Like, like, I really feel in service to the greater good or the awakening or, you know, people coming into themselves. And we really are changing the world as we do that. The divine feminine right now is such an important energy on this planet. It's the the energy of compassion. Mm -hmm. And we are, we don't realize, but the power that we have as women, because we've been so suppressed for so long, Mm -hmm. our power is so much greater than, than what's come before. Because it comes from love. Because it comes from the desire to help and to heal. And really what I want to encourage women to do is to recognize that that includes you. You know, you've got to heal yourself first. You've got to, you've got to want to be healed in order to serve others. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, right. creative. Well said. Beautifully I want to create said. my life differently because I want to be empowered, but not just for me. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there are lots of people coming behind me who need to hear this message. And, I love I love that love is way bigger than our fear, and there's all encompassing, and there's no opposite to it. This fear just disappears; it just disappears mm. in the presence of this of this light. Um, so well said. Thank you so much for that. I want you to share. She's give, Monica's giving us a free gift. So, would you share with us the the uh, gift that you're offering to those that go to your website today, yep, or any that, day? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the ten steps to create your life's desire. It challenges you to come into your creatorship, look at where you were happiest in your life. How can you bring that sense of joy and happiness into your life again? What would that look like? What would that feel like? Imagine it. Start to use your mind to create something new. And the more you focus on that, the more it comes into fruition because your mind is so powerful. And when we visualize stuff, um, our mind works in pictures and it can happen really quickly. The other part of my gift is a 10, um, no, it's 11 beliefs that in 15 minutes, it's a guided meditation, it releases 15 beliefs, or sorry, 11 beliefs that keep you stuck. You know, mm. I can't do it. Who am I to do this? Um, mm-hmm. You know, all these self-sabotaging beliefs. So within 15 minutes, you can shift those beliefs really quickly. Um, I have two other classes that do that, one on money and one on self-sabotage. 
and those those are actually on my website too under products. Um, under what? Product. Product. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're actually yeah. two-hour meditations that help release all those beliefs. But the free gift gives you a sampling of of what those classes are about. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you're on my list, and then you get my free uh, newsletters. Um, I also give a lot of free um, video training on A Course in Miracles on my Facebook page. Oh. Is yeah, I have uh, 50 videos up on the first 50 lessons of the course. Um, oh. So you go to Heal Your Mind, Heal Your Life Coaching uh, mm-hmm. and go to videos. You can watch those videos, and they're really powerful, too. Oh, that's great to know. For those that want yeah. to research and know more about The Course of Miracles, that's a wonderful gift. Do we just go, what is your Facebook? The Facebook page is, is the same name as my same. business, Heal Your Mind, Heal Your Life. Okay. Mm-hmm. Coaching. Oh, okay. the word coaching, yeah. Right. Now, if somebody is really interested in getting in uh, touch with you, um, mm-hmm. how could they do that? Monica. Um, I have a contact page on my website. Okay. That's the best way. Um, yeah. Or just email me at healyourmindnow at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, you know, I, there's so much you can go to Monica's website and discover more about her, more about her teaching. She has a VIP day. She... Mm-hmm has further explanations, discovery sessions that you can talk with her about her work. And also she speaks. This lady speaks. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) She speaks a lot. (laughs) So, (laughs) yes, yes. I have to ask you one other question, though. You said you got your degree in music from the music department? I did. I have two degrees. One in uh, both of them are in music performance. Um, I was a clarinetist, and I love ah. classical music. Yeah, uh-huh. so I I was really talented at that, and ended up. That's how I got to New York City. I went there to go to um, graduate school and study with the best clarinet teacher in the world <laughs> oh. for a couple of years. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, I just you know New York was really fun for that. Um, I still play. I play more jazz than classical now. Um, oh. I played with it in a jazz trio for about 10 years in Wisconsin when I lived there. And, oh. you know, music's so, such an important part of my life. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, always listening to music and playing as much as possible. Um, yeah. I haven't played recently because I came back to the East Coast three years ago after my last breakup and uh-huh. opened this business. So the business was kind of taking over my life. <laughs> Yeah, but we've got to get you playing again. To me, (laughs) as being a music, I also love music. And I have found that for me, musical music is a way of connecting to my inner spirit, to my higher spirit as well, which is, I guess, the same. Um, But I just so love my time singing. And this is what I think some of us that go through change in our life, we put those things that call to us in our youth because I spent more time when I was younger. I was a saxophone player. Oh, but, wow. And Me a too. vocalist. I did both. That's oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> so, 
We could start a band. Yeah, uh, a woodwind <laughs> section, anyway. Um, but uh, you, you know, we put those things, those things that we really take pleasure in, and also we're maybe pretty good in those. But we mm-hmm. put them away because life says you need to be a busy mom. You need to volunteer. You need to take the kids to this. You need to be a spouse. And you have all these new jobs and responsibilities. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to be in our 50s and need to bring something back into our life to help fulfill us, I mm-hmm. really encourage you to touch those memories of your childhood and those memories of teenage years that you loved spending time in. Don't you agree? I totally agree. That's yeah. some of my most um, peak moments in my life were playing music um, mm-hmm. and sharing my sharing that love for music with people. Um, mm-hmm. There's such a miracle. There's just, it's just so miraculous to be in that light. Um, oh, so that happened too. Like I got to play with the Boston Pops when I was eight years old because I got up <gasps> on stage. They just called all the eight-year-olds up on stage, and I just, you know, handed us these these percussion instruments. And that was such a peak moment. It it made me realize how much I wanted to be a musician. Ah, uh, <laughs> so yes, things happen, you know, in our lives, and uh, this is amazing. I've had some amazing experiences in New York playing music, and mm-hmm. uh, just just incredible um mm-hmm. because it comes through us right doesn't it right like the creative power comes through us and we get inspired mm-hmm. by that yeah. Yeah. yeah i can hear that woman out saying that in the background i can't carry a tune but there's so <laughs> many ways to love music, you know, listening to it as well as just as fulfilling as performing it. For for Monica and I, we like the performing part, <laughs> so that further enhances our experience with music. So whatever it is, I suggest if it's painting, I know so many people that do their painting, reincarnate, they bring it back to life. And almost as though they need to have an excuse to do it, but it is part of what defines who they are, that they're able, you wouldn't, my painting is very elementary, but still I do want to try it sometime. So exploration, being willing to try new, is always uh, a suggestion that you should open up to new things. You can't. You can't fail at new things. You can only experience the joy of them or frustration at times. But, yeah. So we we have talked about so many things today, and yet there's there's just a whole list of other things. What is your next step for you, Monica, in, in the upcoming months? Um, so I, I'm writing my book. Um, that's a big kind of a big project I've got about 80 pages written so far and yeah and um and that that's a really wonderful thing I am a writer I did end up doing some writing and when I lived in the city and um I love I love writing I also love that um because I love books I have so many books and they've helped me through all my life Mm -hmm. um so publishing that book will be really nice it's it's also, I do have a story coming out in October. Oh, that's this month. At the end of October. 
It's called <laughs> Courageous Heart. And it's another book coming out from Inspired Living Publishing with 29 authors. And it's, it's the story of how I found The Course in Miracles. Um, and so those books are so wonderful for, for mm-hmm. women everywhere. Um, Linda Joy is the publisher. And so that, that book's going to be really wonderful as well. Why do you like to do those books where they you're a contributor to, and like the first one, it had 29 authors in it, but you do like to do those, and, and why is that? I think it's because I love the, the fact that women do business differently than men. We collaborate. Mm-hmm. We give each other, you know, we help each other. We're supportive. Mm-hmm. We learn to... You know, like you, you do your podcast and you help other women promote their what they're doing because it's it's what love does. It, it mm-hmm. collaborates and it gives to other people because the more that we do this, the greater the light is going to shine. And um, so that's why I do them. And, and it's also because um, it's nice to feel part of something, right? It's mm-hmm. not just me mm-hmm. doing my little business. You know, no, it's like I'm a collaborator of of feminine energy bringing about a huge shift in the planet for us to awaken and become free and to inspire each other to be who we are, just be mm-hmm. the creative stuff that we are. And a lot of people doing it in a lot of different ways, but I'm just happy to be a part of that. I'm happy mm-hmm. to, to share my experiences with others. Because we got to unite, you know, we have to unite yeah. together to do this. Yeah. Oh, I can still remember this one statement for maybe 10 years ago when I was working in Jack's, Jack Canfield's work. They're making this statement out of all of the statements, out of all of the training that I went mm-hmm. to with him was the, you know, the growing industry, the growing part is, he believes, is the woman in business yeah. and, yeah. um, when I heard that, I mean, it just, it really excited me because I could be a part of that. And I had already gone through my divorce, which was a major transition for me in my life. And um, I realized I could take that that experience, as painful as it was, change it into something that could give back to or help other women and I think you've done much of that too with your teaching you, you know you've, you've addressed those those thoughts that stop us and keep us playing victim roles and helping change those minds so I've never forgotten that that's always been kind of in the back of my mind yeah it's so, really amazing but we you know since 2012 there's been such a big shift um, we're bringing in so much new energy now mm-hmm. um, spiritually to, mm-hmm. to ignite us to, to join and share what we know to be true about ourselves. Um, I do right. retreats a lot. I love bringing women together in small groups. Mm-hmm. To, um, mm-hmm. I've got one coming up this weekend, actually. Um, oh, good. The board. Yeah, the Unity Church here in Amesbury is just uh-huh. very active and so we're doing a women's retreat, and I'm like, well, I want to facilitate that, <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> along with yeah. some other women. But mostly I'm just like, I'm so, 
I know that in retreats, when we stop and we get away from our lives and, and go deep within, even just for a right. day or two, it yeah. can really shift something major. And it can. Yeah, because we'll join. Yeah. Well, we have come to the end of our time together. And it's just been a pleasure, Monica, having you with us today. You've shared so much wisdom, so so many good suggestions. And, and of course, your website is an ongoing education for us all to go in and um, take advantage of your knowledge that you have to share with us. So thank you very much for being with us today. Oh, it's such a pleasure, Joyce. Thank you so much for having me. Welcome. So as we go through this week, we have a lot to think about, a lot to research, to go to Monica's site, to actually see what's there and how can we implement it into our life. You can also go to Amazon and get your book if you want to start finding out more about who you are. So we've offered some suggestions to do to you today to take you out of that mindset that may have you stopped. So this week, I hope you'll take action to help you move forward. As always, being with you is such a pleasure. I love sharing this time. I love sharing the word, the women, and letting you, helping you move forward in your life. Thank you for being with us. I'll see you next week. Bye. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 